Welcome to another edition of Northern Business Leaders. I'm Graham Robb and this is brought to you in association with the professional services firm Deloitte. Today we're at Net Park in Sedgefield, County Durham, a technology park that was established at the turn of the century under the Blair government. We're looking around the technology company Chromec and talking to its chief executive and founder, Arnab Basu. We'll also catch up with one of the government's new ministers, the Minister for Enterprise, and ask him how developments such as NetPark fit into the government's levelling up strategy. Arnab Basu, you established Chromec many years ago. What led you to do that? Chromec is a classic university spin-out where a technology was developed in the university through many, many, many years of research which had a relevance in the commercial world. Uh, in this case, it was a compound semiconductor called cadmium zinc telluride, a method of manufacturing. This material has been known for decades in textbooks about its quality of uh, able to make digital and color images of x-rays and gamma rays and Chromic was formed to commercialize that technology that the University of Durham had developed and take it to market and that's how Chromic was formed. And you actually manufacture the raw materials. We're watching pictures here of your uh, furnace hall. This is obviously a, a major investment. How did you get that over the line and what does it do? So over the, over the years uh, since, since formation, we have had many rounds of investments, uh, pri you know, private investments, and then ultimately we went to the market in 2013. Uh, yes, we are a manufacturer, uh, only one of three manufacturers of this class of semiconductor and globally. Uh, so what you saw inside is, is one of the largest uh, facilities for manufacturing this class of semiconductor called cadmium zinc telluride, where we manufactured the semiconductor here, and then it is processed in our US factory, which is based in Pittsburgh, to make medical imaging sensors and, and detection systems, which goes into products like cancer scanning products like SPECT, uh, cardiac imaging systems, and, and increasingly CT. Another new area for you is radiation detection. Tell us about the breakthroughs you've made and how they're being deployed. Radiation detection is a core part of our business where we serve the global security and defense markets, where we make a range of handheld isotope identification systems. These are highly accurate. Uh, mostly developed when in collaboration and with funding from the U.S. Department of Defense, uh, both from DTRA and DARPA. And, and these are products which are really bringing a new capability in the hands of our security services, protecting cities, critical infrastructures against the threat of dirty bombs, radiological dirty bombs. So our sensors can be networked and, and, and you know, a whole heat map of radiation uh, signature can be uh, built up over a large area such as uh, a whole city. And there are some high profile events that they are deployed in as well. Give us a couple of examples of that. Uh, of course, uh, you know, our customer base, if you look at, is, is, is largely the security services, national security services in Europe and in America. Uh, these, of course, are systems that has been deployed by Brussels police during NATO conferences where, of course, all the world leaders are present, including the U.S. president, and, and so on, uh, in, in major events uh, such as the G7 in, in, in UK as well. Anna, but Chromec, your R&D doesn't stop. You kindly showed us around your latest lab, which was in the biotechnology sector and specifically in protecting against biohazards. Tell us what you've been making there and the potential applications. So we are developing two platforms. One is uh, really 
targeted towards identifying airborne COVID uh, on a continuous basis without, on a completely automated system without any need for any human being to interact with the machine. So this is a machine, as you saw, uh, a kind of a photocopier size system, which is sucking air and providing a presence or absence of COVID results every 30 minutes and, and running completely autonomously. So no need for any humans to really touch the system. So it, can, it, protect, it brings a level of capability that doesn't exist in the world to really determine airborne COVID in indoor spaces. More widely, we are developing a, a DNA sequencing-based uh, technology where we are developing DNA sequencing in a box. Uh, this is more relevant as we come out of the pandemic, uh, where we could uh, really look at sequencing what is present in the air again on a continuous basis without any human intervention, without any expert present there at all, without the use of any laboratory to give signatures of all pathogens present in air, bacterial virus. And this really can, all these sensors can be again networked in large, very large numbers over, over an established network. And then it can build up almost an hour by hour uh, understanding of the pathogen content in air in major areas such as airports or ports where people are coming from different countries, different regions and mixing together uh, in early part of 2020 when people were, were not really aware of uh, COVID-19. But obviously we're carrying COVID-19 across international borders. And if these systems, these type of technologies were available, we probably could have looked back and had a very different 2020 and 2021. Finally, you're based at Netpark in Sedgefield, County Durham, and recently a senior minister has been to visit. In fact, you've been receiving a lot of attention from government ministers. Um, do you think that's part of the levelling of agenda the government's pursuing, or do you think it's also part of your own unique offering at R&D, high-end manufacturer in the north of England? I think it's a mixture of both. Uh, of course, uh, you know, we, we are very pleased to receive high-profile visitors uh, and show them what is going on in the region, uh, what is going on in, in the northeast, what is going on in the north of England, and, and the capabilities that we are building, often uh, unique sovereign capabilities in, in, in critical areas such as uh, biosecurity, critical areas such as radiation security and defense and, and, and for markets. So, yes, of course, we had... Uh, uh, the Minister for Science of in and Innovation visited us. Uh, a real uh, a per person with a real expertise in the areas that we are operating. Somebody who is an investor, somebody who is an entrepreneur, understands the journey of innovation and taking products to market. And of course, having people like that in government obviously will mean a lot to SME community and companies like us who, who, will, who feels that people like George Freeman understands what we are going through and will be able to create the ecosystem which will help build British businesses to prosper and thrive not only in UK alone but become successful exporters and scale up and grow. Well let's have a word with George Freeman and find out what he thought. Durham County Council has announced a 50 million investment in Net Park last week further enhancing it as the region's premier science park. What do you think that investment will have on the future? Well, I think it'll have a fantastic effect on the future. It's a sign of the long-term commitment to the park. It's a sign of what's going on in the northeast, from Darlington, Teesside, Durham, Newton Aycliffe, uh, up to New Newcastle and up into Northumberland. The truth is the northeast was the engineering and 
coal workforce of the, of the empire, it's becoming again an engineering, smart engineering, advanced manufacturing, science and technology workhouse of 21st century Britain. And talking about the technologies of tomorrow, the Satellite Applications Centre of Excellence has championed the rapid expanding space centre across the northeast, the space sector. That supports businesses entering the market. What does this sector offer businesses in this region, in your mind? The UK space sector, uh, I think many people don't realise this, is huge, but we're specialists in small payloads, satellites, and the technology around satellites and around uh, space communications. Britain is a leader, and this area is a leader, and I've met several leading space technology companies here, and we will shortly be launching our UK space strategy. We're growing a smart, modern, clean economy for tomorrow, and that has opportunities all around the country, Scotland, Northern Ireland, Wales, and the regions that have been left behind post deindustrialization and County Durham in the northeast is right on the front line of that. Finally, you visited Chromec, a technology company at Net Park yesterday, and we've been talking to its CEO. What are your views on its quite ambitious investment strategy and the niche sectors that it's in? Well, Chromec is a brilliant example of what's going on up here, a platform business with a very important defense and security uh, application, a really important biomedical application, which is my sector before I came to Parliament, and a number of hugely growing markets. The big challenge is to make sure that Chromec grows here, is financed here, doesn't get bought out by the Americans or taken abroad, and to make sure that it's here in 10 years, 10 times bigger, driving this cluster. And that's what my role as Minister for Science, Technology and Innovation is all about, making sure we grow these companies and keep them here. George Freeman, thank you very much. Pleasure.